0: Hello, friends, and welcome to the PrepWell Podcast. I'm your host, Phil Black. And if you have an 8th, 9th, or 10th grader with big aspirations like the Ivy League or military service academies like West Point, ROTC, or athletic scholarships, boom, you've come to the right place. My specialty, my superpower, if you will, is preparing families for these competitive programs. I'll teach you what your child should do, when they should do it, and how you can help. So stick around and prepare to out-prepare. Hello, friends, and welcome to the PrepWell podcast. Today, I will discuss how students should go about researching colleges. When should they start? How should they go about it? What works? What doesn't work? And how much it really matters. This is certainly a priority for rising 12th graders because they're right in the midst of refining their target list of schools and actually applying. But it can also be very productive for rising 9th, 10th, and 11th graders, especially if your child aspires to, number one, attend a highly selective academic school, like the Ivy League or Near Ivies, two, a competitive or especially unique program, like students looking into joint BSMD programs, Number three, a military path, like West Point or an ROTC scholarship. Or four, if they're an athlete who wants to play their sport in college. I call these specialty aspirations. Students with specialty aspirations need to get rolling on this earlier than those with less ambitious goals. That's a fact. It's the cost of doing business. And this early preparation is, in fact... The basis of PrepWell Academy and my entire business is making sure that students prepare ahead of time so that there are no surprises later on and so that they put themselves in the best position possible to succeed. And we've talked about this many times. The more competitive the program will be down the road, the earlier the preparation and the awareness needs to begin. If your child doesn't really care that much about college yet then it's probably okay that they don't get too deep into the research in the early years of high school. It might not matter that much for them down the road. Maybe their time will come later on. There's no reason to force-feed them now. They'll get there, maybe. I liken this process to someone slowly turning up the heat on the stove. In the earlier years, ninth and 10th grade, a student's engagement with college research would be similar to that of a low-simmering flame. They should keep their eyes and ears open for mentions of their dream schools or their dream programs on the internet, social media, Instagram, the TikToks, the Snapchats of the world, TV, podcasts, older siblings, friends, counselors. They can certainly do some preliminary research, typically online, to orient themselves to the type of school, how selective it is, what type of SAT and ACT score might be required, what types of programs they offer. Maybe they can arrange for a visit, if convenient. And this can all be pretty lightweight stuff at first, just to keep the antenna up, just to keep their awareness up. Generally speaking, their research efforts should correlate to, number one, how motivated they are, and number two, how competitive the program is that they're dreaming about. It should be a direct correlation. A highly motivated student who aspires to attend a highly competitive program should be researching early and often. For instance, a student who has their heart set on MIT better take a look at what MIT expects from successful applicants. And they better do this freshman year, not senior year. An athlete who wants to play lacrosse at Johns Hopkins better understand how competitive they are at the national level before their sophomore year. A student who wants to go to West Point better understand what West Point will be looking for, and they better do this by freshman year. And the only way students will know what is expected of them is by doing some research and or enrolling in Prepwell Academy or talking to me or another college admissions counselor. They can't prepare for something that they don't know about. The more serious your child gets about their future plans, the more the heat gets turned up. For rising juniors, for instance, the heat gets turned up to, say, a medium flame. By now, they'll have a good idea of how they're doing academically, by their GPA. They know what types of classes they've taken, whether rigorous or not rigorous or very rigorous. I hope they will have an SAT or ACT score by early junior year. And they should have a better idea about their ambitions. Where do they see themselves going? And as such, they can start to dig a little deeper. So for rising juniors, in addition to the advice that I give to freshmen and sophomores, which is to follow schools on social media, keep their ears and eyes open for different news events, talk to friends and teachers, engage with your counselors, it's time to start putting together a tentative list of target schools. And it can be very raw in the beginning. It's just a list of colleges with a series of attributes across the page Make a spreadsheet. Things like size, average SAT score, location, cost, financial aid possibilities, and other factors that are important to you and your child. And over time, students start to fill in the blanks as they learn more and more about each college. And this activity can bring to light many things that you may not have thought about until you see it all on one page. The web resource that I like the best to find out all this information is called Big Future, bigfuture.org. I like the interface, it's pretty intuitive, it has some great filtering features, and it makes this job a lot easier. There are plenty of websites that have similar information, so find one that suits you. You can also check out my YouTube channel, where you can find a video called How to Narrow Down Your List of Schools from 4,000 Schools to 14 Schools. And I go through it in a lot of detail, how to use that big future website. And now that you have a tentative list of schools, you can get a feel for which ones are realistic, which ones are reach schools, which ones are the ones that we call safety schools. And this will give you a starting point. As the year progresses and you learn more about the process and you learn more about your grades, you continue to fill in the blanks. Now for rising seniors, it's game time. In addition to the constant tweaking and updating of the tentative list of target colleges, which will soon become the final list of colleges, it's time to take the next step in research. And some of those steps can include, number one, taking college visits. Now, of course, with COVID-19, this has really put a damper on the in-person visits and the campus tours, but it's still important to do the best you can. Most schools have pretty impressive virtual tours these days and their webinars and Zoom meetups. Do whatever you can to get a feel for the school. Number two, professors. Motivated students can begin to find professors at the colleges in their area of study that they want to pursue. For instance, if you wanted to be a materials engineering major, depending on the school, it would probably not be that difficult to find a professor who would know a lot about this topic. Maybe you could establish a relationship with that professor. Send them an email. Let them know that you've read some of their white papers. Say you want to learn about the major and, of course, the school. Number three, departments. If you know your field of interest or your major preference, it would behoove you to research the department that your major would fall under. Does the school even have such a department? How established is it? Is it a priority for the school? Number four, overseas experiences. If you really felt like you wanted to have an overseas experience, a semester abroad, for example, research whether or not the colleges on your list have such opportunities. What do they look like? Number five, special programs, maybe co-op programs. If you're interested in a co-op program, take a look at the schools on your list and see if any of them offer these joint schooling and work programs. Number six, analyzing majors. If you have an idea of what you might want to major in, do the schools on your list have such majors? This surprises many students. Number seven, reach out to the admissions officer. It's always a good idea to get to know the admissions officer at the college you are considering, the person who covers your high school. They will likely be the person reading your application. Number eight, Meeting college reps, college representatives. If your school, COVID permitting, can still invite college reps into your high school to give presentations, be sure to attend and say hello to those people at the end of the presentation. Number nine, financial aid. Don't get caught getting smitten with a particular school only to find out that it costs $85,000 a year, does not offer merit aid and your family does not qualify for any need-based aid. Get a feel for financial viability sooner rather than later. Number 10. Honors Programs Do the colleges on your list have honors programs? Many times these honors programs are very selective, and they function as a mini-school within a school. You should know what colleges offer such programs. Many of them have earlier admissions deadlines. Speaking of deadlines, number 11, deadlines. When are applications due for each school? What about deadlines for financial aid? What about the deadlines for honors programs? And number 12, early action. What is the policy for these schools for early action versus early decision? What about restrictive early action? These policies must be researched and put into context. And the list can go on and on depending on how deep you want to go. And by the way, While these tactics are important, strategically, research is what we call in the military a force multiplier, which means this one singular activity has disproportionate positive impact on future outcomes. What do I mean by that? Well, if a motivated student begins to research a few programs that they're interested in early in the process, here are some positives that may come out of it down the road. Number one, the realization of how competitive a certain school is may motivate them to take school and studying and exams and summers and classes and extracurriculars more seriously. Wouldn't that be nice? Number two, knowing ahead of time what a certain school looks for in their admissions process, whether it's SAT scores or types of classes a student takes may reduce disappointment later on. I know many students who have their hearts set on school X. They know nothing about how competitive it is, and they get frustrated or disappointed later on when they realize that they're not competitive. They wish they would have known. Number three, the more research you do, the more credit you will get for what we call demonstrated interest. I've talked about this concept before. The more a prospective student has demonstrated, quote-unquote, that they are very interested in a particular school, the more likely the school will admit them. And schools have many ways of knowing how and when your child has visited their website, contacted the admissions officer, connected with a school representative, visited the campus, taken a tour, followed them on social media, followed their blog. The more the student researches, the more their demonstrated interest goes up. They get a lot of credit for that. Number four, the more research a student does, the more likely they will end up at a school that they actually like. There are a lot of students who do very scant research on a college. They get in, they decide to go, and then they find out later on that the school doesn't really suit them. They never did the upfront work and they have to pay for it after the fact, because this, is, this can be very disruptive for everybody involved. Number five, the more familiar a student is with a school, the better their supplemental essays will be during the application process. Most schools require students to write an essay about why they want to go to that particular school. It's called the Why Us essay. Unfortunately, most students waste this opportunity because they don't know much about the school, or they don't want to put the energy into looking into why they actually like the school. Or they blow these supplemental essays off and do it at the last minute because it looks kind of easy, and they write a generic essay that talks about the size of the school or how they like the campus or the architecture. Not a good idea. So I think you get the idea here. Research is a powerful tool When it comes to college admissions, it's often overlooked. It often happens right at the last minute as an afterthought. The more a student or a family knows what they're in for, the more prepared they can be. So whether you have a ninth or a 10th or 11th or a rising 12th grader, take this advice for action. And if you want a guiding hand in all of this every week, because it's too much to handle in one listening and your child is not yet enrolled in Preppel Academy, please enroll them. The whole idea of Preppel Academy is that I dole out this information to your child and to you when the time is right. So you don't have to figure out how and when to present this to your child. Let me do that for you. And with that, I bid you farewell, and I wish you happy researching, and I hope to see some, if not all of you, on the inside. Because that's all I have for you today, folks. Thank you for tuning in. If you're no parent, if you are a parent with an 8th, ninth, 10th, 11th grader in high school that might find this helpful, please share the episode with them. You can do that by finding that small box with the tiny arrow pointing up. That's called the share button. Click that share button and share this episode with your friends. Put a little text in there with your recommendation. If you have questions, comments, or an idea for an upcoming episode, please reach out to me by email. DM me on Instagram, prepwell underscore academy. Check out my blog. Check me out on Facebook. Connect with me on LinkedIn. I would love to hear from you. And until next week, goodbye, good luck, and never stop preparing. This podcast is brought to you by PrepWell Academy. PrepWell Academy is my one-of-a-kind online mentoring program that delivers to your ninth or 10th grader a short, highly relevant video from me every week, every Sunday, in fact, where I give them a heads-up about what they should be thinking about to stay ahead of the game. To get these valuable lessons into your child's hands, please head over to prepwellacademy.com and enroll your child today.